Welcome to Monday's episode, everybody. This one's going to be a little bit different, a little bit longer, uh, because Udir is finally fucking here. Yeah, he is. After, man, I know they announced him last year, but it feels like they've just been working on him for fucking forever. Yeah, the old Doodir uh, needed a lot of work, I guess, but uh, he's here, and um, this should be pretty interesting. I haven't looked at any of these. I know you sent me the skills. I haven't looked at any of them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you guys the first thing that like I didn't like when I very, very first saw it was the splash art. Uh, I was not impressed by the splash art at all. It's very lackluster to me. Where like when Volley splash art came out, I'm like, okay. When Mudo splash art came out, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm following you. But the splash art, I was like, uh, huh? Let's see. Got him on screen right now. I don't know. I I don't. You said it was too dark. Like what? It's very dark. Yeah. I don't know. It. I don't think I have a problem with it. I just he's got the total dad bod going on, which is that I will say me at all. that's I know that's awesome because normally they would like they would just give him like a six pack. I feel right. like, but no, he's like a fucking monk dude. That's just. He, I don't know, he, I don't know, I guess I don't have a problem with it, it just, but I, I understand you're just saying the, the splash like, is like, so. Yeah, when I look at the splash, my eye gets drawn immediately to his right fist, that's like at the bottom left corner, sort of, of the entire piece of art, and like, it sort of wants to follow up and follow that band, he's tying his hand with a, with a, like a fighting band, um, but it gets kind of lost that that the rest of that is so dark around him um that like you or at least my eyes gloss over the fact that his belt has the horns on it with the orn horns mm-hmm. um and it goes right up it just kind of diagonally crosses and you see the little fire on his left shoulder um and then immediately my eye goes to the blue um ice on his right shoulder but I just, I, you miss the orn part. It just, you, your eye just goes right past it. And I figure, like, if you're trying to show that as, like, hey, this is kind of, you know, his new theme a little bit, um, it just, it it's a miss for me. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe they uh, fix it up. They brighten it. I hope it, so. Make it, I hope it, so. Because I think, because I'm reading, I'm on this, this post on the subreddit that, people were discussing about it because it looks like the bandage right is he's pulling it with the other hand but it kind of just disappears right that's what i'm saying yeah it gets lost so i think um so if you like zoom in pretty far you can kind of see it but you know yeah it just kind of they they it looks like they it's not finished right right so. now black belt udir mm. perfect that's your cobra kai skin <laughs> I mean, with the with the yellow gi and everything, like it's definitely Cobra Kai, and you can see Lee Sin in the background. I like that. Um, is that Rumble on his right? I'm not like, sure who side? that. It's a Yordle for sure, but I'm not sure who that's. I don't think that's supposed to be. It may not be a, any particular Yordle, but yeah, having Lee Sin in the back is great. Um, great splash art, very well done. It's gonna be a good skin. Hopefully, when we see the end game, it looks pretty pretty dope. Yeah, because this and Primal Udir were just. Like horrible fucking skins. Yeah, they were. And Primal's these... cool. I um Dragon Oracle is probably my favorite new splash art. 
Um, or at least, then, at least in terms of badassery. Right. And of course, Spirit Guard. Spirit Guard's gonna look fuck. He looks so fucking good in game. Does he? Yeah, he just he looks so much fucking. It, it's it keeps the essence of Spirit Guard, but it's just it just looks so much fucking better. But um, yeah, guys. I mean, if you haven't seen it, there's a a teaser trailer, and then Trick QG they invited him over to Riot, and he play tested. He's got like a compilation video of him playing it, and he has a full gameplay of him playing it, like against rioters. It's still it's not because he hasn't even on he's not even on PBE yet, so. They're probably still going to be tweaking things, right. and um, when we get into the abilities here in a second, you're going to see that uh, some of the wording is like doesn't make sense. I, they're just not 100% done, but they're yeah, it'll be done in like two weeks or whenever the fuck the next patch. Not this because there be, should be a patch this week, no? There yeah, be a there patch should on be Wednesday. Yeah, and then so he'll be he's another two and a half weeks away. So <clears throat> at least. So, anyways, at yeah, let's get least, let's get so. to it. Okay, should we? Yeah, let's go for it. So I found on this website, GameOrt.com, they have everything typed out from the uh, trick screenshots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm going to use that to cross-reference. So yes, Udyr's passive, Spirit Walker. Uh, looks like there's two parts to it. So Awakened Spirit. Instead of a traditional ultimate, Udyr has four basic abilities that swap between stances. Udyr can recast his stance during its cooldown to awaken it, refreshing it with bonus effects. So that hasn't changed, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm, that's different, because normally the second part is the same. Okay. Okay. Uh, monk training is part two. After using an ability, Udyr's next two attacks within four seconds gain 30% increased attack speed and refund 5% of Awaken's cooldown on hit. Um, it... Okay, so it's it's... A little different because it before it was called monkey's agility where it would stack three times based on how many him swapping between stances it would give him attack speed and movement speed so this is primarily just attack speed and then awaken each ability has a an awakened effect and you'll you'll understand what it means okay Okay. i believe the numbers what because i'm looking at the trick ug slash or picture so uh, I believe his passive. It says forty seconds, but I, it's it's affected by seed, or, poor, I think it's uh, ability haste. Um, I think it might start at like fifty seconds, but every time you auto attack, it reduces it by five seconds, and that works against. I know it works against jungle creeps. I might. I'm not sure if it works against lane minions. So that's one thing I'm just not hundred percent sure on. Okay. Um, so anyways, yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to his Q and the theme is these are all Freljordian gods that are all, um, his abilities are based off of. So Q wilding claw is basically Volibear. Uh, Udyr gains 25% attack speed for four Mm. seconds. Udyr's next two attacks in his stance, maul the target to deal a bonus 3.2% max health physical damage. Now. Again, that number is probably going to change. I'm not sure what the scaling on it is. Right. So more AD, it's probably going to be more max health. Okay. And then awakened. So when he has, a, so he'll like, when that awakened passive is up, he'll use mm. Q, and then it'll have like another empowered like. Um, trying to think of another champion that like I don't know if you played Rengar. Like when Rengar's empowered ability yeah. is up, you can right, double right. cast it. Right. Same thing as this. Okay. So you use Q and then you use Q again and you get the Awakened, which is grants 34% additional attack speed. 
uh, which looks like it probably scales up. Uh, during this time, Udyr's next two attacks call lightning to strike six times. So again, Volibear. Uh, each dealing up to 10.6% max health magic damage to isolated targets. Hmm. So, yeah, we're looking... The, the dot has turned into a, a little burst. bit more like... Yeah, it's that's a lot of damage. I got really worried. Like, I was following along as you are reading it. And, uh, like, recognizing, like, okay, this is a Volibear uh, ability. Um, I got really worried when it says, calls lightning to strike uh six times I'm like oh my god if it's just a mini volley passive that's it's, so stupid i was gonna be very upset if that's what it was and i'm glad it's not it's that would heavily, have been so lazy yeah it's i mean well, come on it's a lot, similar how many, how many champions have the same abilities right right but i mean if you just took udir and just be like oh yeah you get all these mini passives that would be so fucking lame you know what i mean hmm. And so I'm glad it's not like that. I'm glad they decided, like, hey, let's find a way to change it up. Like, yes, inspired by, but let's change it a little bit. I, I like that idea. I like that idea. Um, all right. W. Iron Mantle. Udir's W. Mantle Stance. Udir gains shield for four seconds. Udir's next two attacks in the stance additionally gain lifesteal and restore health on hit. I'm... The numbers show that he gains a 63 shield, but mm -hmm. that's obviously health and AP scaling for four mm -hmm. seconds. And then his next on next two attacks, uh, say 10% lifesteal and restore 12, and that's another health and AP uh, scaling health on hit. Um, the awaken bonus shield increases, and Udir regenerates health over four seconds. Stance life on hit and lifesteal bonuses doubled during this time. That's pretty so powerful. The, right. So keeping with it, it says the shield is increased to 178, still scales with the same stuff, and Udir regenerates 89, which looks like it scales with level, uh, ability power, and health over four seconds. So that's pretty that's pretty gross. Yeah, I mean we're taking turtle and make it to taking it to the next level. Now I know right. I don't know what the, someone, so in the video when he switches his stance, he says uh, like power of the boar, okay. and I, there is a Freljordan god that's a boar. At first, I was like, oh, Sejuani, but Sejuani's not a not a god. So there's another Freljordan god that is like a boar, and I I've seen the name, I can't remember is what it the fuck Borhilda? it's called. Is I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I guess you could look it up. I'll look it up. And boar god, I know. Um, not okay. Uh, so the boar oh, is yeah, the, the spirit gods. Here we go. Show me the, all the spirit gods. The iron, it's, it's like the iron boar. Um, there's so many fucking Freljordian gods. The other thing that was, I was interesting too is I believe, like, in oh, it's I, it's uh, Ildharg. Yep, Ildarg. That's yep. it. Known so, as the iron boar, wrath of the Freljordian, warden of sacrifice. There you go. Um, so now I guess we're just waiting for that champion to come out. <laughs> yep. Um, I do believe his... I think in his old lore, he's Ionian. And oh, is he? Okay. Because he was... Tra I believe he was trained by Lee Sin, which okay. would make sense. Um, I mean, maybe he's not necessarily... Maybe, maybe they'll keep it. I'm not sure. I did see... I think... Um, I haven't read the comics, but you know they have some Freljord comics. They had one yeah. 
that focuses on Sejuani, and there's something that hinted at that him being Sejuani's uh, father. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So I'm not sure if they're going to... Well, obviously, they're pushing more of the Freljord like background into him, so... Right. Also, it looks like uh, Ildarg and Vinharg, who are other Freljordian gods, they must be part of um, uh, Legends of Runeterra, because mm. they look like they must be cards. I think, yeah, I think, because that game has a lot of more, fuck it, a lot more. And a lot more, because they have the room for it too, right? It makes sense. So, I mean, I think this is, this is a better turtle stance. I think this is just makes you, imagine just like, this is so much sustain. Yeah. And if this is level one, like 10% lifesteal and plus 12 on hit, which scaling, I mean, if you're looking at tank deer. You're gonna you're gonna be tanky as fuck, um, right? So it's that's pretty good. It is. Right. Let's move on to his E Blazing Stampede, and of course Orn. Um, Stampede Stance: Udir gains thirty percent movement speed, decaying over four seconds. Additionally, Udir's attacks in this stance lunge at and stun targets for 0.75 seconds. This effect is at a six second cooldown per target. So the first thing I can think of. Is he's gonna be able to go over walls if he if someone's on an opposite side of a wall, and he can like just walk up and be within whatever his like I'm gonna say like two twenty five attack range. Mm -hmm. He's probably gonna be able to lunge over a wall. If, Maybe if, they've been the their big thing in the last few champions is not being able to go over walls with these dashes. So I, this is mm -hmm. one of those ones we'd have to see in game in the use in game. Mm, Belveth can go over a wall. Uh, Belveth can. Um, Neela technically can. Who was it that just had one that? <laughs> yeah, they they do that from time to time though. They definitely like. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm not going over a wall. So. Zeri can. <laughs> Zeri definitely can. <laughs> so that's what make that could be what makes me think too is like they'd be like, yeah, okay, you're not going over a wall. <laughs> um, but. awakened. Blazing Stampede grants immunity to immobilization, immobilizing and disabling effects and an additional 32% movement speed for 1.5 seconds. So we are unstoppable, baby. Yikes. We are not getting stopped by CC, which is something I guess he kind of suffered from. Because, like, if he's. Because previous Udir was just like, I'm going to run at you. And yep. if you got hit with any CC, you're, you just stop. So it's it's pretty cool that they gave him. It could the, be hard to hit him with CC, which was kind of a benefit of his, right? Like he could just run past it or or juke it or whatever pretty well. Mm -hmm. So I felt like that was at least like a decent counterplay, if that makes sense. This gives you the I'm just this gonna is run a better counterplay, fucking yeah. at you, like right, right. Oh, and by the way, I found his lol wiki page that they've updated. It okay. says Sejuani is his adopted daughter. There you go. Okay. So there you go. Cool. Okay. Um, sorry, I know that was kind of unrelated, but... <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was still related. Um, okay, and then the R skills that were on, yeah? Yes, sir. The Wingborn Storm. Um, if you didn't figure out that this is a Nivea, <laughs> uh, I, I got bad news for you. <laughs> storm Stance. Udir surrounds himself in a glacial storm for four seconds that deals... 20 uh, with the AP scaling, magic damage, 
to, uh, per second to nearby enemies inside and slows them by 15%. Udir's next two attacks in the stance deal 14. It looks like scaling level and magic damage to enemies in the storm. So they've kind of coupled the Anivia ulti with the Anivia E right there. Um, yeah. Not totally, but just sort of. Uh, and the awakened unleash the storm, unleash the the storm. Excuse me. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, exactly. They causing it to seek a nearby. Yeah, enemy. I assume uh, deals an additional nine point four percent max health magic damage over the remainder of its duration. Uh, it says the storm moves toward Udir's last attack target. So it kind of sounds like a. Actually, it sounds like a Victoralt, um, mix with the Anivia storm. That's kind of gross. I can see people trying to go um, the APU deer with this. That seems I'm, pretty disgusting. I'm just curious how hard it's going to be scaling right. with AP. Because, like, I mean, whenever, I mean, especially with this Q that also does um, max health damage, I'm, mm. whenever I see that, I'm just instantly like, okay, this is going to be a tank. Because, like, right. they're, they're right. giving that tank extra yep. damage. Yep. That's um, true. How do you feel about it? Going from the flame to ice, I'm not mad about it. And well, again, I'm not mad. They, they they kept. I mean, you had to choose, right? You either keep the flame phoenix or you roll into the ice phoenix, uh, because that's what Anivia is is an ice phoenix. So I don't think that's that's terrible. I don't. I'm not. I'm not mad about that at all. I think it's interesting. Um, if you want to keep it the theme, like let's pick a phoenix that's in game. She's an ice phoenix. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, let's go for it. I think that works. There are a lot of people that are mad about that. No, I don't think so. I think no, they're I'm just curious. They're, I mean, they're leaning. If they're going to make him lean into the Freljord aspect, it, right. it just makes so much fucking sense. Right. Um, but I don't know. I think he, he's he's very similar, but he just gives him a little bit more. Uh, not utility, but he it is give him a little more. Um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Just they're. We say this about every rework, but they're bringing him into 2022 to be able to keep up with all right. the other fucking crazy champions. Right, and that's the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that these champions are relevant and can can play ball with some of these other champions because uh, sometimes sometimes they can't. Udir, I don't, I wouldn't say he necessarily can't play ball. I mean, considering when Chemtank was busted, he was like a a pro mainstay and also solo queue mainstay, but, um, champions like, uh, like Yorick that were actually literally unplayable, (laughs) um, really needed that. There wasn't anything that made Yorick broken anymore at that point of the game. Um, Mundo, he wasn't unplayable, but he didn't really offer much to the team anymore. And his, his kit was all over the place. That didn't even make sense. Um, Scion was more or less the same, kind of unplayable like Yorick, but he had his moments depending on what was good at the time. Um, who else got a rework recently that I'm not thinking of? Mm. I mean, last year, last year was Mundo, right? So I'm trying to think of who. Was oh, Maokai had a rework too, right? Yeah, sort of. More of an ulti rework. That was a mini rework. That doesn't really count. Bring, bring but yeah, like old the Malkai old. I'm just saying. Right, right. Vengeful Maelstrom. Yep. Um, but my my point is that it it's 
trying to make them viable. Oh, Volibear was the other one. Right. Volibear, he wasn't unplayable. I mean, Trick played the hell out of him, but he was not playable in a professional sense. You know, there was, nobody was playing him in a professional way. Uh, and that's a problem, too. Like, every champion should have some sort of viability in a professional game. Otherwise, they're just not worth being around realistically. And I know that sounds kind of weird and conceited um, because there are some that like Garen probably doesn't really have viability in a professional game, no. but he's there for, for people to learn how to play the game. Right. He, he teaches you lane management. Um, Ash does have professional viability, but she also teaches you uh, how to, you know, play an attack speed champion. That's relatively safe and has her own CC. She's a relatively easy champion. I think if you ask me, um, compared to someone like a Jinx, that's a little bit takes a little bit more skill, I think, with 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 how you're playing or whatever. So, some of these champions are relevant, some of them aren't, but they all the beginner champions kind of teach you certain things. And in, in like, yeah, Lux isn't played in professional play, but she's still a champion that can play the game at a at a high level. Um, and so yeah, just bringing these other champions in that can't even play at a high level, I think, is is important. So what do you think? Is this you think this is looking good? It looks to me kind of the same. So I'm not sure what to think about it. I'm I thought with all the time they were taking to make these changes, it was going to be a lot more different. Yeah, um, this do doesn't think, feel too drastic to me at at all. You think how long they took? This is like I'm I'm happy with this. I'm I'm right. fine with this. But this took how long? And this is. And I wonder, I wonder how much COVID had to play into that too. I think it did because I know he was supposed to come out earlier this year and just right. shit. And you know, I can't. I don't work for Riot. I have no idea. We shit on them all the time, right? But like, who knows what the fuck is going on on the inside there? So it's like, I I don't know. But it just they they feels... struggled a lot with some of the excuse me with some of the things that have come out. I mean, um, this event, which is kind of oh yeah. Eh. We're gonna... We, we, we've talked about uh, i don't want to get there quite yet but like there's been some things that have just taken them forever to get out and they're just not good when they do come out and and like i said i just wonder how much uh covid has to play into that uh response or that um i wouldn't call it lack of effort but lack of deliverance yeah what do we do about it yeah right what do we do about it is right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm excited uh, I'll be, I'll play Udir. I'll buy you play him in the jungle a lot, but the dude deer, dude. Uder, however, Jat says Uder, Uder, Uder. Uder. It, it, and you know what's funny is I heard Jack kind of talking about it, and I think this was before it was revealed um, earlier on JLXP. It sounded like he was a little worried, or was it JLXP or was it last week on? Maybe it might have been last week on the broadcast. It sounded like he might have been a little bit worried about um, where the where the rework was headed, but I don't think he really knew a whole lot. Hmm. I know he likes the champion uh, itself. Yeah. Like we said, he's not on PBE yet. So I'm sure once people start playing him, they'll, uh, they'll adjust him accordingly. I'm, right. I I'm think, hyped. I think these numbers that are in here are probably boof and I wouldn't even believe hmm. any of them, including cooldowns. Um, so th think of all those skills guys without numbers. I just think they're not going to be accurate in the slightest other than that i think that's it that's Udir. Yeah. thanks for yeah. uh hanging in with a little bit longer of a monday episode 
Uh, but I'm sure you guys don't mind. We wanted to talk about Udyr as soon as possible too. So right, right. Uh, again, if you haven't watched the teaser trailer, go watch. Uh, go to Trick Two G's channel and watch some gameplay of him in game. Yeah. Um, other than that, we'll be back on Wednesday. Hopefully, uh, their patch. They're going to yeah, be smaller be patches from now on until after Worlds, I think. So that's what I believe I heard on uh, JLXP this week. They should be smaller patches. So otherwise, uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, wherever you're listening or watching this right now. Um, leave a review, five stars. That'll, that's very helpful. Join Tell our Discord. You know, we say this every episode. Join our Discord. Come chat with us. Come play games yes. with us. We're generally always on. Um, but yeah, guys, yes. uh, we Shh. will see you Wednesday. Yes, we will. Have a good rest of your Monday. Uh, I, I, I called a. It's just a ability haste, but they are called Accelerando. Yeah, Accelerando. Cool. All right, they had to think of a good musical term to add to that. <laughs> so yeah, let's just go through it and we'll we'll talk about it and yeah. um, we'll see what we got. So her passive power cord. Uh, innate Accelerando jo- Sonas generates a stack of Accelerando each time she hits an enemy champion with him of valor and each time she mitigates sufficient damage or heals damage allies with Aria of Perseverance stacking up to 120 times at maximum stacks she reduces the current cooldown of Crescendo by one and a half seconds each time so every time you hit a champion with a Q or heal your allies with W it lowers that cooldown uh, and then Accelerando for each stack. Um, Sona gains half a basic ability haste up to 60 at maximum stacks. Okay. Uh, in, innate Melody, whenever Sona casts a basic ability, her other abilities uh, incur a half-second global cooldown, and she generates a unique aura for three seconds that empowers herself and nearby allies, allied champions. Um, innate Power Cord, Sona's basic abilities generate a stack of Power Cords Stacking up to three times. At three stacks, her next next basic attack is empowered to consume them all to have an uncancelable windup. Deal 20 to 240 base on level plus 20% AP bonus magic damage and apply an additional effect based on the last basic ability she casted. So, Him of Valor, if this is the last stack. Uh, Staccato, Staccato, um deals 28 to 336 base on level plus 28% AP modified magic damage. Okay. Uh, Aria of Perseverance, uh, Diminuendo. Diminuendo. Diminuendo, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Reduces the target size by 8% and damage dealt by 25% plus 4% per 100 AP. I didn't, for three seconds. I did not know it lowered their size. I didn't know that either. I knew it, it, it was like a mini exhaust. Right. Interesting. And then uh, Song of Celerity, uh, Tempo slows the target by 50% plus 4% per 100 AP for two seconds, capped at a maximum of 99% slow. Uh, gaining... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, finish it. It's... I don't know how <laughs> you're ever going to build enough to get 99% slow because uh, if you're only getting 4% per 100 AP and you're at 50, you would have to have 5,000 AP to be close to that point, you know? Five thousand, really? Uh, Wouldn't it be so? Let's see. If he had a thousand AP, yeah, I guess you would need a lot. You would need a fuck ton, dude. I think so. Thousand ten. Well, so if he had a thousand, that'd be ten. 
So that's 40%, right? If you had 1,000, that'd be 4 per 100. That's 90. So okay, 40. yeah. So even getting 1,000 AP is damn near impossible on any like, champion that's not scaling it automatically like Vagar. <laughs> you'd, yeah, you'd need like 15. You'd have to go like you have to build all Rabadons. With, with fucking um, Gathering Storm. I, I was... <laughs> yeah, that's like... <laughs> That's just not going to fucking happen. I feel like if... if I, I understand why they can't make it 100% slow because it would be a fucking stun. But, like, I feel like if you got that much AP, you should be you're able one, to just stun. <laughs> you're one-shotting people anyways. <laughs> right. I mean, um, think so about he, that much AP with a 28% AP ratio for just the him of Valor. Like, you're, you're one-shotting fools. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So, this, one thing I will say... and. and even before they inc- included the um, Accelerando stacks, this was a very long passive for a champion that came out in 2010. Right. I feel like this might be the longest. I think so. Because it's pretty uh, much the is... same. It hasn't really ever changed. Yeah, you know, right. Um, and, I mean, it. her whole kit is... I'd, I'd say it's pretty unique. It just is. Just because, you, you know, you want to... Whenever if I ever play Sona, aka when I'm playing an ARAM, I don't really like strategize how I'm gonna work her passive in. I'm like, okay, Q W or Q E W. Okay, my my W is the empowered one next, so I'm just gonna do that. I'm not like, because obviously the Q is like an enhanced auto attack, right? So if you right. have like Lich Bane, that thing's gonna hit like a truck, right? And then the damage reduction, and then the slow. I don't really process it like that. So I guess if you're a good Sona player, you could probably be able to like. I guess it, I mean it, there's comparisons to Seraphine where they all have like three stacked passives, and right. then the third does something similar. But huh. there's a lot of comparisons to Seraphine just based on the the kit in general. I mean, the the Q does extra damage uh, when empowered. Seraphine's empowered Q does extra damage. The W has a heal and. And this one has damage reduction. Hers has an AOE heal for everybody, uh, plus the shield. And then the empowered E on this one deals with movement speed and slowing. And Seraphine's stuns. And even the fucking ulti is a weird, very weird um, champion to make Seraphine. But this is about Sona, not Seraphine. So I don't want to go too far down that uh, rabbit hole. But um, I will say... When I play Sona, and I don't really play her support, she's she's definitely an entry-level champion. She has a very easy skill cap, um, but I think that she can do more if you really know how to work with that power cord. Um, when I play Sona, depending on what I'm facing in lane, typically when you're in lane, you're trying to, to use that Q-pop. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, Song of Celerity slow is, is a two-second slow by 50%. It's not crazy strong but the, the q pop especially early does a lot of fucking damage and you kind of get to bully people out of the lane um and then obviously as the as the game goes on you more transition into being a, an e and w user you're not really a damage dealer so um it does have each one has their their merits and i think each one is usable in any situation and a good player can make use of them and we'll know when when one is better than the other so also feel like Sona, yeah, like Sona does like a surprisingly high amount of damage. Right. Um I I think I would consider her like a hyper carry, especially if you're going like sure you can build like Moonstone. I actually 
as far as pro play goes, I feel like everyone is just building, um, whatchamacallit, what's the movement speed one? Yeah, sure really is. Everyone is building that. Yeah. That's like, yeah, Moonstone is like a thing of the past, but how much, how much does, uh, Shirelius give AP wise? I think it's similar to Moonstone. Like 40 or something. Yeah. I don't think it's a whole lot. It's not a lot, but it gives you uh, health. I think though, is the, no, Moonstone gives you health too. It doesn't give any, um, AP. Oh, there you go. Interesting. I think it gives cooldown reduction. That's probably the other reason. 10, 300 health, a hundred, uh, a hundred base health regen and a hundred base mana regen. There you go. Um, that's and then worth it. <laughs> plus 10% heal and shield. Yeah, I just, I mean, how much does Ardent give? Ardent gives 60. I mean, you, you could probably, if you're going full support, you might be able to tip 200 AP. Right. Um, but yeah, if, if you go full AP, I mean, remember, um, when, like, in LCS and, and pro play, when, when Senna, Senna, no, it was, was it Sona Tom Kench? Yeah, Sona TK. Senna, yeah. Well, it was also so Senna like, Tom Kench, too. Oh, no, it was Sona Tarek. That's what it was. Sona Tarek. Yeah, the double heal. There you go. It was the double heal. Yeah. Bottom yeah, it's fucking so it's disgusting. Like, yeah. It's gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move down to the W, Aria of Perseverance. Um, active. Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded allied champion nearby. Uh, Q? We gotta do the Q? Oh, shit, I'm sorry. We <laughs> did okay. pass it first. Like... Sorry, Q, let me back it up here. Uh, Hymn of Valor. Uh, active, Sona sends out bolts of sound to the two nearest visible enemies, prioritizing champions. Each bolt deals magic damage and grants sight of the area around the target for one second. Sona gains a stack of accelerando for each bolt that hits an enemy champion. The melody bonus... Sona and tagged allied champions deal bonus magic damage on their next basic attack within five seconds. So she gets the little aura. That's like her big thing is every time she casts an ability, she gets a circle around her. And just by running near a champion or a champion being near you in that circle, they get empowered things. Um, on this one, they get uh, bonus magic damage, which does 10 to 30 with a 20% AP ratio. And that's Sona's basic attack and any champion that that grabs that um, aura, aura. Yeah. For, for five seconds. And I think you can reset it, too. I think you can use it and then get it again and use it again. Um, the magic damage on the ability itself is 50 to 170, which is rather low. But you get a 40% AP ratio. And like I said earlier, for a champion that doesn't scale super hard in damage, in my opinion, um, I think her, her skills kind of round out to different ways. This is still a really, really, really good early level ability all the way up to about level 11 when I think she uh, has a lot of power. I think, I think just the, so let's see. So when it's, what's it, when it's empowered, it does a 28, 28 to 336 based on level. Yeah. That's pretty good. So that's, that's very high. I think that's high. And then plus the auto, like, it's so weird that she, she's kind of like based around auto. Even though she's a spellcaster, you gotta like land that auto attack yeah. to get. And I mean, again, if you have a lich bane, yep, that auto attack twenty to uh, two hundred forty base on level plus twenty percent AP plus the lich bane proc, that thing fucking hits um, well, for sure. For sure, she definitely scales well with with the uh, spell sword items. So. Uh, or spell yeah, spell blade, I guess they call it. it used to be spell sword. I think it's spell blade now. <laughs> uh, is there any details? The site is granted off the target. Okay, the empowered attack 
will trigger but not consumed against wards. Okay. Yeah, and same thing with towers as well. Matter. When you when you use that empowered attack, it doesn't trigger against towers. Okay. All right. Moving on to Aurea of Perseverance. Active Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded ally champion nearby. Had no idea it worked like that. Yes. Uh, Melody bonus Sona and tagged ally champions are granted a shield for one and a half seconds. Yep. And then Sona gains a stack of Accelerando whenever she heals a wounded ally or shields a minimum amount of damage for an ally with Aria of Perseverance. So the heal is 30 to 90 plus 15% AP. Shield strength is 25 to 105 with 25% AP. And then the minimum damage that needs to be mitigated to get the stack is 25 to 105. That's now, good. do you, do we, I guess it depends, but are you, are you maxing W first? Um, I usually I think I max Q because it's such a good early ability. And then you max W. Um, the heal is kind of small even at max rank, so I don't think maxing W first does uh, enough for you. Um, especially because you're only getting a fifteen percent AP ratio, and even the shield you have to be right next to the other person to to get the shield popping off. Where also the Q helps you get your stacks faster too. So I think I think uh, maxing the Q, even if I mean I think all of her skills have static cooldowns. Yeah, they don't they don't skill cooldown, so you're not you're not getting any cooldown bonus by maxing W first or anything like that. So I think um, I think the Q max is just a little bit better for for early game. Then the W becomes a a better skill late as you start team fighting and you give multiple people the shield. Um, one of the things I didn't note that I. I forgot and I wanted to mention is like Sona's abilities, you don't target them except for her ulti. Like yeah. they do what they do. <laughs> um and when I first played Sona, I could not understand. I'm like, I don't understand why I don't get to like why is my spell going this way? Why don't I get to use it on this person? Uh, I didn't realize like you don't get to target or cast any of them. They're all auto targeted, which is what makes her a really uh, simple, basic, easy champion for beginners to learn. But um, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything. I know that it says if no one is injured, Aria of Perseverance will target the closest allied champion. Um, and it will follow an ally in stealth, but will not reveal them. So that is important to note as well. That's really nice. Because when you see it, it looks like it's revealing them. So, mm-hmm. um, All right. I think that's it for the W. Let's see anything else. Mm-mm. Go ahead. All right, we're down to the E Song of Celerity, and this is probably the often most underused ability that she has. Um, active, Sona gains 20% plus 2% per 100 AP, bonus movement speed for 7 seconds. If she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely once, or if 3 seconds have... That doesn't even make sense. The duration ends prematurely once, or if 3 seconds have elapsed. Okay. I think that once isn't supposed to be there. I think it's just supposed to say the duration ends prematurely or it ends if three seconds have elapsed. That's a really fucking weird sentence. Okay. Um, the melody bonus. Tagged allied champions gain bonus movement speed for three seconds. Um, they gain 10 to 14% plus 2% per 100 AP. So um, they so won't run as fast it, as Sona. Well, they won't get as much bonus. But does it? So does that stack on top of the base? Well, the base only applies to Sona. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. So, Sona gets 20% plus 2% for 100 AP, and then everyone else gets 10 to 14. 
Um, the thing to note on this ability is the slow. Uh, so you can use it to get a slow. That's her only other CC ability. Um, oh, here it tells you right here. To achieve a 99% slow with the empowered attack via power cord, it require at least 1475 AP. I don't even know. Like you would, I think you have to have six or uh, uh, death caps, and gathering storm or something. Yeah, cause... yeah. So, hey, happening. But all right, that's, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. So okay, wait, wait. Go back. So the, I maybe it's just because the weird the way it's written. I'm just confused because like, so the active says Sona gains, and that so that does not distribute so okay so she gets more movement speed than her allies but i think she moves slower than everybody else i think her her base movement speed is pretty fucking slow yeah her base movement speed is 325 and then she's probably building cooldown boots which don't give a whole lot of move speed either so is that well how long how much are ionians like 60 no like 40 uh ionian boots because she's let's see so she's getting they gave you 45 uh, move speed. So 45, and she's so it's 370. And then that's 20% of that, so 10, would be like another 60. Yeah, yeah. okay. But that, I guess it lasts longer, too, so it's 7 seconds instead of 3 seconds. Though. Right, right. Everybody else gets theirs for, for lower. Okay. So it evens out where it makes sense. Uh, and then finally, Crescendo. Sona strikes an irresistible cord in the target direction that deals magic damage to enemies hit and stuns them for one and a half seconds and then damages 150 to 350 with a 50% AP ratio. Um, let's see. The ability will cast from wherever the cast... Okay. Uh, best part about this is it forces the targets to dance. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> the uh, And then, of course, as we said, with the passive, whenever you use it, and then when you fully stack to 120 stacks, using your Q or W will uh, lower the cooldown one and a half seconds each time. So usually it's up pretty quickly, as long as you're... It's really good in ARAM. Um, and right. then... Um, it's a the game-breaking ulti, for sure. Game-breaking? Like, like, you could totally get into... The team fight, and if she, if she's able to get the angle and get three people in that ulti, you should win that team fight. Yeah, yeah. I feel it, like uh, it's, it's pretty powerful. One and, a, one and a half seconds, I guess, is long. It feels it's not as long it, as the Morgana Q for sure, but no, no. the fact that it's an AOE stun is pretty gross. And it's um, got a, it's got a, I mean, yeah, two eighty width. It's pretty, it's a pretty wide ability. I mean, you have a lot of room to to hit people with. It's very quick too. It is very. It's a very quick missile speed. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to note before they added that passive in, um, her her ulti used to have a passive where as you ranked it up, her she got uh, her abilities got ability haze. That's yes, what it used to be. Yeah, and before that, when she was uh, out a long time ago, her ulti had a passive that. Um, Ranking it up actually gave extra bonuses to the um, to her other basic abilities. Why isn't that on here? Uh, scroll all the way down to the patch history. Mm. All the way down to the bottom. It just says, uh, new passive. And this was patch uh, 413. So like kind of right when we started. Uh, it said, Crescendo ranking up increases the strength of Sona's auras and Song of Celerity's self-bonus movement speed. 
and you would get some extra bonuses there. One thing I do want to note in Song of Celerity, I actually understand what the sentence means now. I had to reread it a couple times to get it. Um, so it reads, if she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely. It's saying once or if three seconds have elapsed. So if three seconds haven't elapsed, she, it doesn't end prematurely. So uh, it'll it'll end at three seconds if you take damage. At, like right when you cast and you take damage, you lose your movement speed at three seconds. Or if you're past three seconds of it having been cast, if you take damage, you lose your move speed. So I just wanted to drop that correction because I was fucking confused a minute ago. <laughs> All right. Best Sona skin. I, I feel like the obvious answer is DJ. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of an unfair choice just because uh, realistically that should be her fucking base skin. But it's kind of an unfair choice because it's the ultimate skin and, like, why wouldn't you use it, you know? So if I had to pick like a a backup one, um, man, arcade I, was really good. I used to really like that. It's like the the poor man's DJ Sona. <laughs> I really like the OG Pentakill. The OG Pentakill's good. I like that one better than Pentakill Two, or, or Pentakill Lost Chapter. Excuse me. Um, I do like Odyssey. I think she looks really cool as the Odyssey one too. So. I still think best skin's probably DJ Sona. <laughs> yeah, DJ Sona's. For sure. Muse is cool. It just reminds me of like a, a Greek goddess. So that, that's kind of cool, but like, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> cool. All right. So that, that is it for Sona. So we got Misfortune coming up next, and I think ChatGPT has uh, something in store for us. Yeah, let's see. Here we go. Misfortune is a marksman champion in League of Legends who excels at dealing sustained physical damage to enemy champions from a safe distance. Her playstyle is often described as a combination of both a lane bully and teamfight carry as she is able to dominate her opponents in the early stages of the game and scale well into the late game. Okay, I can agree with that. Okay. Uh, in the laning phase, Misfortune relies heavily on her strong poke and trading potential. She can use her Q ability double up to hit an enemy champion and then bounce her shot to hit a second target behind them, dealing significant damage to both. Her W ability, Strut, gives her increased movement speed, allowing her to dodge skill shots and chase down opponents who try to escape. In team fights, Misfortune ult ultimate ability bullet time is her main source of damage. She channels for a few seconds and fires a barrage of bullets in a cone in front of her, dealing massive damage to all enemies caught in the area. She can also use her E ability and make it rain to slow enemies and zone them away from her team's backline. Overall, Misfortune's playstyle revolves around using her range and mobility to poke down enemies and then following up with her ultimate to deal massive damage in teamfights. She's a strong pick in both solo queue and competitive play, and her versatility makes her a valuable addition to any team composition. All right, pretty good. Yeah, pretty it's good. not bad at all. Again, not there's no champion that hasn't had too many changes. More than Sona, and I think the the less changes that there are, the more accurate chat GPT is going to be. <laughs> It's probably be, fair because it's it's gonna get confused with with the uh, eight abilities or even possibly ten if you include the passive versus just five. So, but okay. Right, so let's let's check it out. So we'll go back to her previous version of Strut, which yeah. I think is her W now, right? No, it is her W now. Yes. Cool. Okay. So her previous passive used, used to be called Strut. 
Um, and it reads, Misfortune gains 25% bonus movement speed if she has not taken damage in the last 5 seconds, excluding damage over time, increasing by each second up to a maximum of 70% or 70 bonus movement speed. So she quick. Um, and then yeah. her current passive... Shred's pretty quick in those heals, too, I gotta say. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, current passive is Love Tap. Misfortune's basic attacks are empowered to apply a mark that expires upon attacking a new enemy. If the enemy was unmarked, this also deals 50 to 100% based on level 80 bonus physical damage, have to 25 to 50% based on level 80 against minions. So, yeah, if you're playing Misfortune, you always want to be like selecting a new target whenever right. you're trying to, if, if it's possible at least. Like, when you're especially if you're like taking a turret and they have a minion wave under the turret, you just want to keep sw swapping. One. Yeah, exactly. So you're getting as the maximum amount of damage. Uh, obviously it's going to be a little different when you're, if there's no minions around or anything and you just have to keep hitting the same target. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a weird mechanic in my opinion for, uh, an ADC to have, because typically an ADC, you kind of want to focus on one thing, right? Uh, to deal massive damage, and so they said with misfortune, let's uh, let's force her to focus on multiple things at once, right, or multiple enemies at once to deal the most damage. Um, and it gets hard to manage when, especially later in the game, when a she's squishy and prone to being blown the fuck up, and b trying to navigate a team fight and hit what's in front of her so she doesn't die to try to scare someone off or whatever. It, it definitely gets difficult to manage, but. Um, if you can do it, I mean, she's even stronger than she already is, uh, base-wise. Alrighty, let me move on to her Q. Alright, the Q I don't think has really changed too much. Uh, her original Q, called Double Up. Uh, active Misfortune fires a shot at the target enemy, which then bounces to hit another unit behind it, dealing physical damage to the primary target, and increased physical damage to the secondary one. Also applies on hit effects to both. Double Up's second shot prioritizes units directly behind the primary target, especially enemy champions affected by impure shots, her old W. If the primary target is killed on the second hit, it critically strikes for 150% base critical strike damage. Uh, so your primary target physical damage was 20 to 80 plus 85% AD and 35% AP. Uh, meaning your secondary target physical damage was 40 to 160 with 100% AD and a 50% AP ratio. So that's kind of her her um, bread and butter skill there. You know, you clear a wave or try to poke somebody through a minion by, by pelting a minion and letting it bounce and deal more damage to the secondary target. Her current Q is still called Double Up. And is still basically the same damn skill with the same damn uh, damage ratios. Slightly different though. So active, Misfortune fires a shot at the enemy that deals physical damage, which then bounces to hit another enemy behind them. This applies on attack effects to the first enemy hit and on hit effects to both enemies hit. Double Up's bounce is affected by critical strike modifiers. If Double Up, Double Up kills the primary target, the bounce will crit. The bounce prioritizes units directly behind the primary target. A target does not have to be visible to be hit by the bounce. I did not know that. This, uh, I know ahead. you, I, I've played so many times. This ability, early game too, this ability fucking hits hard. Yeah, if like she, a truck if you kill a minion. If, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bounce is devastating. It fucking hurts. It's not as bad if you don't kill a minion, but really, if you kill a minion, it fucking it. It's strong. It's strong. And it's like it think like because the skill is basically the same. You think back in the day, like um, when you had a lot of people would run like that one percent crit chance. Uh, oh, if you got that one percent crit, yeah. And, and if it actually hit without killing a minion, like oh, 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 god. So that was always a a fun one. <laughs> um, it currently does twenty to one twenty physical damage base with a hundred percent AD ratio and a thirty five percent AP ratio. So. It does do damage. All right. Oh, the other thing to note, too, is it does have an angle. It's it's kind of weird. So there's like a... Sometimes you'd be like, I'm not behind that thing. You're like, I'm over here. But it has like a sweeping angle. So it says here, the bounce follows a priority order on targets behind in a certain angle. So at 500 units in 20 degrees. So that's like almost directly behind, like a slight, maybe like, you know... It's called a ricochet. Is really what the the second hit is called. It's called the ricochet. So twenty degrees is a, is a slight ricochet, right? It's just like a redirection. Um, and then at five hundred units, at forty degrees, if there's nothing in that twenty degree uh, area, and so forty degrees is a lot more of a diagonal angle. And then it's five hundred units at a hundred and ten degree angle. So that's a much wider angle. That's again, if there's nothing in the twenty or forty degree range. And then the last priority is 150 units with a 160 degree angle. So that's almost adjacent to it. If you're that damn close to the minion, it's going to ricochet and hit you anyways. <laughs> so just something to note on that. All right. Moving on to her old W, Impure Shots. Passive, Misfortune's basic attacks deal 6% AD bonus magic damage, stacking up to 5 to 8 based on bullet times rank. Times per target for a maximum of 30 to 48 based on stacks. Percent 80 bonus physical damage. Active Misfortune gains bonus attack speed for 6 seconds and brings strut to full power. And the bonus attack speed she got was 20 to 60. So it's kind of it literally it feels like they swapped the W in the passive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Kind of weird, but okay. And then the her current W, strut. Passive Misfortune gains 25% bonus movement speed after 5 seconds without taking non-persistent damage. Sorry if I said percent. I mean 20% bonus moves. He's just flat. Uh, persistent damage. This bonus is increased after another 5 seconds and is granted instantly whenever Strut is cast or upon respawning. Active Misfortune gains bonus attack speed for 4 seconds. Marking a new target with Love Tap reduces Strut's cooldown, current cooldown by 2 seconds big so that's again you that's why yeah. you want to be alternating your auto attacks right uh so the uh, increased bonus movement speed is 55 to 95 and then the bonus attack speed is 40 to 100 so it got it got buffed when they oh, when they sure. changed this over it 95 movement speed is fucking nuts right and then 100 percent uh attacks you're gonna be maxing this second so yeah i like to, i like to hit this when i'm going up and try to get some plates early on and you just pop it for the extra attack speed uh, it's pretty fucking noticeable that early. <laughs> Later when she has more uh, attack speed with from her items, that's not quite as noticeable. But like early on, like you hit that thing and you're wailing on a tower, it's it's extremely helpful. Also, just the 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 like rank one, like you have 55 extra movement speed. So right. like when you're basing early, you're you're not gonna have another slot or um 
another point in it until level eight. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you still have fifty five. So if you base, like you're gonna be zooming back to lane. You're yeah, you're running faster, faster than boots. <laughs> yeah. Ionians forty five movement speed. This fifty five. <laughs> what is Berserkers? Is Berserkers sixty? No, I think no, Berserkers like is probably forty five. Also, let me look. Berserker. Those are forty five movement speed. Okay. So you're you're getting if you if you finish Berserkers. You're gonna have a hundred movement speed. Yeah, that's fucking with gross. Rank one of your W, so that's a lot. You're quick. Yeah, you are. The only ones, the only boots that have higher movement speed than that are Swifties, Swifties. at sixty and Moby's at one fifteen. Everything else is forty five. But what's two. what is Moby's base before? What if you take damage? So if you take damage, it reduces movement speed by ninety. So you only get you get paper bags or you get Moby's basically because paper bags are are twenty five move speed also. So they, yeah, when you take damage, they drop to a tier one boot, and then when it uh, resets, you're back to a tier two boot. But it's like more than double a uh, regular tier or a different tier two boot. So high risk, high reward on the Mobies. Um, okay, we are on the E, which is called Make It Rain, or some people used to call it Grape Shot. I don't think it ever actually changed names, but it's Grape Shot. <laughs> um, so, original, make it rain. Active, after a half-second delay, Misfortune rains down hundreds of bullets onto the target area for two seconds, slowing and dealing magic damage every quarter second to units within. Magic damage per tick was 11.25 to 38.75 with a 10% AP ratio, meaning max damage you could take was 90 to 310 with an 80% AP ratio, which is pretty, uh, pretty nice, really. Um... It would slow from 40 to 60%. It had a cast range of 800, and the uh, area radius was 200 units. So five Teemos. Um, current, make it rain. Uh, target range is 1,000. So it's, uh, you can cast it from a little bit further, but it still has the same 200 effect radius, so that's something to note. Um, active misfortune casts a storm of bullets at the target location for two seconds, granting sight of the area, dealing magic damage every quarter second to enemies within, and slowing them by forty percent plus six percent per one hundred AP. Uh, magic damage per tick was eight point seven five to twenty three point seven five with a fifteen percent AP ratio, bringing you to a grand total of seventy to one ninety with a hundred and twenty percent AP ratio. So, I'm so thankful they changed this. Like. The only way you're going to be able to get value out of this ability is if you're going AP or right. like leaning heavily into it, which is right. good. Because before, I think like the slow alone was like would go up to 60. Yeah, and then they 60%. slapped the AP scaling on it. So well, thank even God. The, even the base damage. I mean, if you if you took all the hits, you take 310 base. And now you have to have AP to take a considerable amount of damage. Otherwise, it's only 190 base. So. Right, and that's not even your max in this last, so that's a little eighteen. Right, so, so it's, really it's gonna be seventy for yeah, it's jack shit. It's, <laughs> um, I think the best part about this ability is that it reveals the, current the sight of an area. Yeah, yeah. So there should be no excuses if you're playing misfortune and you don't have vision of a brush. Just throw your E in it, like right. a thousand, a thousand range. Come on. Right, it's like Lux throwing her E into a bush too. You know, mm-hmm. very similar, very similar. But all right. Finally, we got bullet Give us time. Your signature right here, dude. Yeah, bullet time. Oh, actually, one more thing on the E. I always saw it as a mini gangplank alt. 
Yes, same. A hundred percent the same. It's not cannonballs, but like when we first it just, started it this just game, looks like it. When we first started this game, make it rain and uh, yeah, what are they Barrage? called? Was it was it called Cannon Barrage before that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they they were like the same fucking model, just gangplanks was bigger. And I always thought yeah. that was dumb. I'm like, it's the same fucking ability. I think it even. I'm gonna look it up now. Uh, I think it even did like slightly more damage. It was really fucking stupid. Really fucking stupid. <laughs> so but, bullet time, uh, her previous version, passive ranking of bullet time increases impure shots maximum stacks, which was one to three. Active misfortune channels for two seconds, firing up to eight waves of bullets in the target duration over the duration, target direction over the duration, each dealing physical damage and applying impure shots to all affected enemies. Let me remember what this does. Um, so it was uh basic attack for so is it uh target times per target for a maximum so it just increased the damage basic um, attacks deal six percent AD bonus magic stacking up to five six yep. so at max it could be eleven. Yeah, I think so. Plus three more, so okay. Uh so the, the old bullet time okay, do they do the math here? No, it's per wave. I'm just gonna do it. The maximum because there's too much to talk about. So yeah. if you get hit by eight, all eight waves, it is four hundred to one thousand, um, plus eighty forty two hundred, eighty one forty two hundred. Yeah. What is what is that? Is that that's, per wave? The, uh, that so no, that, so so that's that's your bonus AD. So you either get eighty percent, one hundred forty percent, or two hundred percent bonus AD based on the rank. At that oh. at at max max uh shots. Sure. Okay. Uh, so then, and then 160% AP, and then the maximum, uh, the Impure shots would be increased to 288 to 384 AD. Jesus. <clears throat> I mean, that, that ability just rips you up, and this is back in the time where, again, you could actually effectively build Black Cleaver on a certain AD carries, and that would just make this ability even that much stronger, because it applies... Uh, the Black Cleaver, as you're fucking just shredding their armor, they're taking extra fucking damage. It's disgusting. Uh, and then current bullet time, active misfortune channels up to three seconds, firing a number of waves of bullets in the target direction. Each wave is in a spread of six projectiles that deal 75, 80, plus 25% AP physical damage to enemies hit. And uh, again, so as you rank it up, it's 14 to 18 waves. Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then the wave interval times are 0.20, and then it, it decreases, uh, 0.20, 0.17, 0. 0.15. And then the maximum damage, if you are sitting in the uh, channel for the whole time, is base 1,000 to 1,350% AD, plus um, 350, 400, 450 AP uh, scaling. My favorite, and then of course, each of the waves can critically strike for 20% plus another seven if you have Infinity Edge. Bonus physical damage. I, was I love for this. Because <laughs> if you if you mouse over this in game, it'll literally tell you the actual number of how much damage you take. It'll be like yes, it's fucking insane. It'll say like 5,000 damage if you're if you're full AD and you're like six items. It will say because there was the era where all ads were building uh, lethality, right? And even that fucking hit like a truck. It does. But if you have the infinity edge and you get those crits, it's 
fucking nuts. It's, it does. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it, it. I was gonna say. I, I I mean I was gonna compare this to like this might be the ability if you like sit in it the whole time does the most damage. I don't Urgot executes for like nine thousand true damage. I don't really know if I want to count that because an execute. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of another ability that does that much damage if you if you take if you're it. You're gonna sit in it. Yeah, I don't think there is one. Of course, There's no one. I can no think one's. Of. of course, you shouldn't be sitting in it. Right. But I mean, if you get rooted, Morgana Q, you're fucked. Did they just recently um, change the angle on it? I think too. They, I think they narrowed the angle a little bit. At some, well, I don't know if it was recent, but at some point, because it's a thirty, a thirty degree angle is what that comes out as. I thought they narrowed it at some point. Maybe that was when they changed her completely. I'm trying to look down on previous. I know. I don't fucking see it. So. No. Yeah. Well. Um. The point is, the ability is fucking disgusting, and it's a it's a good team fight breaking ability as well. You get someone works really good with like a like a Sejuani or um, a J four, someone or even a Camille, someone that can keep enemies in like a in an arena, I guess for lack of a better term. Just like a or even if you're space. like if you're fighting in Baron Pit or like mm. in a jungle corridor, you're yes. you're pretty screwed if if this yeah. thing hits you. You, you definitely don't want to go through those choke fast. points. <laughs> uh, um, not even a bad cooldown either. Twenty, one hundred and twenty to one hundred. No, no, not bad it's at not all. Too bad. I remember uh, when I first played this champion, I didn't realize like you just like you. I'd be so used to like clicking move that I didn't realize I was actually canceling my auto or my my ulti. I was like, holy shit, why is this not working? And I was like, oh, you can't click move. It actually just cancels the ulti for you. Where some champions, while they're channeling, you can't move. So, definitely right. uh, interesting to see there. Okay, she's got 8,000 skins, so good she, luck. She has 19 skins good. with, with the, two, the two new ones coming out because she has a base and then a prestige. Oh, if, if we're counting prestige as a separate skin. That's true. So, I, I, I'll i say we, we do. Okay. Uh, but she, if, when these skins release, she will officially have the most skins in the game. I remember reading that. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. I think I did see that. I, I'll start by saying she probably has the worst ultimate skin. I think Gun Goddess is kind of not that great. I, I think like it's, Gun Goddess. Oh, it's okay. It's I the like worst it. ultimate. I think I like it's the it. worst ultimate. No, I, Ezreal's the worst ultimate. I, I don't Even know. reworked I, Ezreal's worse. At least Gun Goddess, you can change the appearance. You get three choices of Gun Goddess styles you could be. I will hold steadfast. To the idea that Ezreal's ultimate is Wait, the is this, worst. It's not even a thirty-two fifty skin. Is this even an ultimate? Twenty-seven seventy-five. It it was an ultimate. Huh? It's it not even priced at that anymore. Say, no. It Weird. Doesn't say if it is. It says part of the Steel Valkyries line. Okay. Um. All right. I, yeah. Okay. It's not bad. I like this skin because um, it, it talks to you. The 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 suit talks suit? to you. No. Yeah. It, it kind of. It's like um. Kind of reminds me, makes her more like Samus a little bit, you know? Mm. Um, but I don't think that's her best skin. It's just one of my favorites. She's got a slew, and I mean a fucking slew of great skins. Um, even, I think, the uh, Prestige Bewitching is pretty good. It is good, yep. I like it better than the regular Bewitching. I think it just the Prestige outfit just looks really good with her style and whatnot. 
the wow that prestige broken covenant looks really fucking good too yeah i was gonna say the new skin the both both of them look good right uh this is a fucking great skin line um yeah that's a good fucking skin. Road, actually my road warrior is good we go in we kill. <laughs> secret agent's great because she's jessica rabbit that's a classic um i was never a huge fan of cowgirl or waterloo but some people like the waterloo line i like it's I I like Crime City. I just wish it wasn't. I wish it was just gangster right, again. Right. Uh, yeah, that one is really fucking good with the Tommy guns. Arcade um, was really good. Oh, I really like actually the ruin skin for her. I think the ruin looks really good on her. That was good. Um, t- Captain Fortune, which is literally her herself, basically her base skin. But that was kind of a cool one though because that like I felt like that updated her base skin, right? Yeah. Kind of like Captain Gangplank was like an update to. Gangplank's original, uh, and I mean, not the base, but the original base. Um, Battle Bunny's pretty good. Battle Bunny's good. Star Guardian's good. Like she really doesn't like. They really haven't missed. Like I said, I don't really care for Waterloo, but like it doesn't mean it's not a good skin. It's got great splash art since they redid it. Uh, fuck, dude, what is her best skin? That's a good fucking question. I I don't know. Just going through this, I, I'm really fucking with the Broken Covenant. I'm going to have to see what it looks like in-game, but man, it looks good. The Prestige one, I think, looks it better looks than, the, than the standard one by a long... like it, The new Prestige skins, I would totally call them different skins, 100%, because they are pretty drastically different from the base ones, unlike they had been in the past. I think I, li- I like the base one, but no, for sure the Prestige one is way better. Um, yeah, if I had to pick one, I do oh, like maybe Crime City oh. with the Tommy guns is so good though. Like I like oh, the I, idea of the Tommy guns. <laughs> I didn't even think about Arcade Misfortune. That arcade was, like, was a classic. Yeah, that was like the man. big one when it came out. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with was, Arcade. I'm gonna I, go with Arcade. I think we're gonna go. Oh man, the pool party is really good too. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Can we just for pool party? When the fuck are we getting pool party blitzcrank? You see that in the background? Oh shit! When the fuck are we getting that? Wait, who's in front of blitzcrank? Is that Lux? I think that's Lux, and then Lisa. We don't have pool party Lux either, so well, we gotta wait for Riot to drop the nuke. That is pool, pool party, party Ari. Ari. <laughs> you right? Please, Riot. This is at <laughs> least <Please>, drop it. <laughs> drop it this summer. Coming this summer. Yeah, out it's now. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, man, best skin. Okay, if I had to pick best skin, I'm gonna go with uh, Proceed Bewitching. The she's got okay. the fucking sorting hat on. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So cool. I don't have anything else to to add to Misfortune. I just sometimes wish she wouldn't try to. She... I, I wish I wish I knew the the Peter Griffin rant from Family Guy when he's talking about grinds uh, my gears or what? Yeah, the, yeah, the grinds my gears rant um, because the, <laughs> that line is is pretty much how I jokingly feel about uh, misfortune. <laughs> if any champion needs voice line updates, for the love yeah. of God, please. She has like four lines. Uh, well, you know what? I don't even know them all because I usually play Gun Goddess, and she has way more oh, fucking right, lines right. than Gun Goddess, and because she talks to the exosuit, and yeah, 
so I don't even know all of her lines or know too many of her lines. But her voice is really good, so they just need to add more to it. She says, like, let me, hold on, let me, it's somehow we made this episode almost an hour long, guys. <laughs> um, hold on, where we go to where, where the fuck are her voice lines? How do you get to audio? See? I'm just, audio, I'm just, audio. she literally says, like, set sail, not a problem. Oh, I yeah, got dangerous set eyes. sail. She's one of the few champions, I'm pretty sure Ari, they changed it from Ari, but Misfortune still references summoners. Oh, yeah. Um, don't get cocky. I know what I'm doing. I've got a good feeling about this. Watch your mouth, kid, or you'll end up uh, find yourself respawning at home. That one's pretty good. That's like such a fucking good one. It's weird because like Ari was like the seductress, um, and they kind of made uh, Misfortune a bit of a seductress as well with her voice lines and whatnot, and with the way she runs. Weird. If she, if she is playing against a gangplank. When she spawns, they'll say, get those oranges ready, Gangplank. I had no fucking idea. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. Huh. All right. Yeah. Well, this episode's been 50 hours long. Incredible. <laughs> Longer than it needed to be, but that's okay. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, visit the socials. Check out the uh, YouTube shorts slash TikTok. The TikToks, uh, they're great. They're wonderful. <laughs> slash Instagram reels. Whatever you're using to watch, just... Please continue watching. Uh, the the greatly greatest. I that's all I have to say. <laughs> so yeah, next week for champ review we'll have Swain and Lux. So at least one of those is going to be a full on rework. Yes. I'm excited to look at Swain because I miss playing old Swain. I hated old um, Swain. I never understood that thing. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, we got patch next week. We got a lot of more fucking this this season feels like it's going to have the biggest patches ever because there's yeah. so much shit going on. I've I've just briefly looked at how many changes are coming, and there's a lot next week. Um, so get get ready for that. But yeah, guys, uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, review, anything. Hit that link tree. Like Tyler said, join the socials. Come into the Discord. Let us know if you want to come on the podsca- podcast. Let us know what champion you main, what your rank is, and let's we'll, we'll interview you guys, and we'll just talk it out. Or if, you, if you're watching, I have on the screen right now, these are in order what champions we have coming up. So yeah. next week is Swain, Lux, and then LeBlanc, Aurelia, Trundle, Cassiopeia, Caitlyn, Renekton. If you're looking at this list and you see a champion that's coming up that you're maining, come on, we'll, we'll talk, join us and we'll talk about them. And uh, I think that'd be a cool idea. Why did you take the idea right out of my brain? Like I was going to say that before you closed everything or, up too. I was going to say, if, if one of these is your take, main, you want to talk, like bring it did here. Did you take the idea from me? I don't have a magic wand, sir. Right, but how did I know to say that then unless I thought of it before you? Inception. Inception or or whatever. Fuck you. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, thanks for listening. Later, y'all.